good morning and welcome to Between the Horns and Happy New Year, everyone. Before this season began, who knew if we would even get this far, but it is week 17. We've reached the regular season finale and the stakes are huge at SoFi Stadium in the rematch with the Arizona Cardinals. Win and the Rams are in the playoffs. I'm JB Long and with me is team reporter Serena Morales. What do you think? Should we see what 2021 has in store? Bring it on. <laughs> Let's go. Let's skip today. Let's just keep going. And my uh, Rams radio partners, Maurice Jones-Drew and DeMarco Farr. How you doing, gentlemen? Good. What's happening? Nice doing to well, see you, doing well. This is the uh, portion of the program, Serena, where we normally take a look back at the previous week's game. But you know what? Let's just skip that. Let's just go right to Sunday and take care of all the to-do list items at hand. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The last week of the preseason is when we would normally or typically expect to see backup quarterback John Wolford, not the last week of the regular season. But that's what we'll get on Sunday at SoFi Stadium. Jared Goff is out for Sunday's game after having surgery on Monday to repair a broken thumb suffered in the loss of the Seahawks. And in comes John Wolford, who has taken as many regular season NFL snaps as I have. So, DeMarco Far, we will start off. Playoff life is on the line. How about this for a first-time career start? Well, Serena, I hope he's a little bit better of a quarterback than you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't no. knock the uh, arm, man. Don't knock the arm. I got to look. look um, he hasn't thrown an NFL pass, or at least in a regular season game. That's true. But if you go back and look at Wolford at Wake Forest, I mean, I think he won what 20 of 47 games. That's saying something at Wake Forest in the ACC. And the thing I like best about it was he won his last two bowl games. So he's used to winning the last game of the year. I mean, that stuff matters to me. But yeah, you, you know, and, and to Jared Goff's um, credit, we're going to see how much he likes football and how good of a cheerleader he can be. Can he be a good support system for Wolford, even when the offense is having success or having more success than they did with him? So this is, this is going to be a big deal, but it's not really John Wolford I'm concerned about. I think I know how he's going to perform. We saw it. The guy's got wheels and he can throw, so... I think the offense fits him. It's just the rest of the supporting cast supporting him defensively. Don't make mistakes. Make sure they don't get in the end zone. Keep it keep it simple for John Wolford. I have no doubts he's going to run this offense really, really well. Yeah, as DeMarco said, he's got wheels. So, Maurice, with Wolford under center, how do you expect the game plan to change? He's way more mobile than golf. Um, you know, you got Henderson out with a high ankle sprain, and Hopefully we're getting acres back, but does this kind of change the entire game plan on offense? No, not at all. I think we saw this in the, the scrimmage we had at SoFi Stadium where John Wolford went against the number one defense and moved the ball very well. He threw, uh, with, uh, JB, correct me if I'm wrong, but he threw a touchdown to Simba Webster on that first drive after he broke off a 50-yard run, right? He always throws touchdowns to Simba Webster. <laughs> well, for me, it's, it's, it's one of those things. Once I heard the news and kind of we, we were talking through it on Sunday – I went back and I found one of the old uh, call sheets I had from the AAF where he played for the Arizona Hotshots. And it was very simple. He's a mobile guy. He's very smart. And with Sean McVay's offense, they're going to have him have half-field reads where it's bootleg, short, medium, deep shots. And we may see some deep throws in this game. He throws a really good deep ball. Uh, it turns the ball over at the top, which is good, so it can fall in the basket, very similar to what Jared Goff was able to do. So I think when you're talking about John Wolford, it may be a little bit more explosiveness in this offense because of his legs 
and that he's a young guy and he'll take those chances and those shots down the field. Well, I know it's been a, a curious week, a challenging week for Van Joseph and the Cardinals, right? Because not only are they dealing with the change of quarterback, but what's the skill group going to look like? The Rams could potentially be without their top two running backs, though we hope that Cam Akers is able to give it a go. Wide receiver Cooper Cup, unfortunately placed on the COVID IR list. He will likely miss Sunday's game. DeMarco, we've seen a version of this movie before, back in 2018 when Cup had his knee injury and the likes of Josh Reynolds had to step in. Is this just plug in Van Jefferson and keep the train moving? Yeah, I, I didn't like the movie before, and I don't want to see the sequel, but here we are, but it's just the way we go. But I would say, Van Jefferson, it's time to get out of the back of the wagon and join the Cowboys up front. Uh, you're going to have to play a lead role as one of the third receivers uh, with Reynolds and Woods. And I would expect, knowing Sean McVay like we do, you're going to see a lot of two tights, a lot of 12 and 13 personnel, and try to game the Cardinals and then run the football that way. But the first guy, when Cooper Cup goes down, the first guy my mind goes to is Van Jefferson. This is your opportunity to step up and not just fill a role, be a slot guy, line up and let somebody else catch the football, have plays designed for you. Like you said, John Wolford has a nice deep ball. Van Jefferson can get behind the defense, so I wouldn't be surprised if you see that hookup versus Arizona. And, J.D., I cannot wait to see Sean McVay's game plan in many regards, but especially what he does with the running attack. We'll see about the personnel. But this is the first time in four years he's playing 11-on-11 in that regard. Well, Jamie, it it takes me back to all those days in training camp where we got an opportunity to watch John Wolford and his ability to scramble. Uh, Don't be surprised you see some bootleg action off of some run fakes where there aren't any pass, no receivers in the game. It's more of a try to outflank the defense and get a first down on third and short. but the thing that goes to me, and I always talk, and like we talk about the deep shot. Do you, JB, you remember when we were sitting there at training camp and John Wolford threw that post that was intercepted by John Johnson the third? And we're like, oh my God, like that was a great ball, but what a better play. That is what excites me about him. He is not afraid to take those shots down the field. You'll see some read, some read action or some read option there with him as well. I think Sean McVay is going to start to pull out some of the things we saw when he had Blake Bortles. Uh, in that offense when they played the Cowboys in Hawaii. So there will be some different things, some different elements for Van Joseph and the Arizona Cardinals defense to handle. And I believe John Wolfer will come out and be a gamer. I think he's going to come out and really put the ball where it needs to be and make the right de- the, de- the right decisions to get in there. Um, but like you guys said, we've talked about it for the last segment or the last couple of minutes, is it's his legs, his ability to run on third down. Uh, it won't be third and cup because he won't be there. So it may be John Wolford and his legs that get you those third downs uh, like you need. Can you believe it? Just three weeks ago from today, the Rams were considered by many to be a favorite in the NFC after destroying the Patriots 24 to three in week 14. And here we are just 21 days later. The Rams are still fighting for now a wild card spot in week 17. DeMarco, how do the Rams kind of get their mojo back? And, you know, thinking about this, is is it almost a jolt maybe that the Rams needed with all these, you know, personnel changes? You know, I would say this, man. Uh, I had a great conversation with a few guys that played defensive line in the league. And whenever the backup goes in, there's always a jump to the defense. There's always a, a tendency to take care of the backup because that's the guy you see the most. He's the guy that's getting you ready to play. So it's a personal thing. And Philadelphia, when they put in Jalen Hurts, I think the defense had one of their better days. Now, they, they haven't been great, 
but there was a jump there. Uh, same with uh, with New Orleans when Breeze goes down and they bring in the backup. The defense stepped forward and made everything easy for the backup quarterback. I see the same thing happening with this defense. And to Maurice's point, and I hope this isn't unfair to Jared Goff, just one more, one more point. Those same third downs, those bootlegs that you ran versus Seattle, when they had everything covered and your only option was your quarterback to run, if that were Wolford, I bet you pick up some of those first downs. I bet you keep that defense on the field and wear them down. That could have been a different game. So I don't know if the Rams win, but some of those situations would have been different. But from a defensive perspective and a team perspective, to answer your question, how do you get your mojo back? You got to go beat Arizona, plain and simple. The only way to wipe this taste out of your mouth is to go win the next one. And the next one is versus Arizona. Maurice, is this team still dangerous? They've lost two straight. Uh, They're having trouble scoring this season. Um, What do you think? I think they are. They still have the players and the playmakers to do it. Uh, DeMarco, you had a great call uh, against when you get to Seattle, you get to the one yard line, right? Jamal Adams makes that great play on Daryl Henderson. And Sean McVay wanted to try to show his flex, his muscle in that situation and run the ball, which we've called for a ton down in that area. Um, but if you go back and watch the Seahawks, they normally sell out at that situation. And JB, you said it best too. play action pass would have worked in that situation. If you score there, it's a different ball game. Right. And those those sequence of plays from Jamal Adams stopping Daryl Henderson to the fourth down stop that changed the whole the way the game was going. So for me, the Rams are a team, they need success early. If they can get it early offensively, the game kind of gets out of control like we saw against the Patriots. Uh, but if they struggle on that first drive and they don't really get anything going, they tend to struggle. So it's important and it's very imperative that this offense finds a way to start fast against the Arizona Cardinals. If it is running the ball, if it is some type of play action pass, if it's a shot down the field, make sure that it's a completion and that this offense can get a first down and get to roll. Serena, just to tack on, not only are they dangerous and capable, they're going to be a tough out. If they can get in this playoff structure, you think Seattle wants to welcome this defense back to their place? You think Russell Wilson wants to try this defense a third time? I don't. I personally don't. Um, And the defense has been the one constant. It's kept this team in every game this season. And here they go against Kyler Murray. And I would just add to Marco that, you know, with – I think transcendent talents like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, you can't let these opportunities go by. I don't care how you get into this postseason field. Those guys deserve the right to play in this postseason because they only get so many years playing at a Hall of Fame level. And likewise, for someone like Andrew Whitworth, you know, he's been rehabbing his tail off so that he can play in January. You got to earn him that opportunity. To do so, they're going to have to contain Kyler Murray. JB, I've podcasting well until your hair turns gray. And when you get to that point, you would have never seen Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey come through the door again, especially playing at the same time. So I 100% agree. Don't waste this talent. Uh, Don't waste this defensive effort trying to figure it out on offense. I think you may have figured it out now, but is ready to go. And I agree with you, man. For anybody that has to face the Rams, that is a tough out. You still don't have a guy to block Aaron or a guy that can beat Jalen one-on-one. That's plans of the National Football League. Maurice, what about containing Kyler Murray like they did in week 13? And and D-Hop, too. I mean, they had a good game plan for him, kept him largely under wraps. You had one coverage bust. You had a special teams mistake that led to another touchdown. Other than that, do you feel good about how they match up with Arizona coming back in week 17? Uh, Defensively, for sure. Um, You you know, we kind of talked about this throughout the course of the season, how the Rams match up well with certain opponents. And the Seattle Seahawks are one, uh, and the Arizona Cardinals are the other. And so, for me – 
it's the style in which Arizona wants to play offense that fits into the hands of Aaron Donald in this rush and then Jalen Ramsey in the back end. Um, you know, the one concern is going to be Dan Arnold, who had that big that big touchdown and that 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 bus. But really, other than that, everyone else is pretty much locked down. You have guys that can match up with their guys. Uh, and I believe that they know how to rush Kyler Murray the same way you rush Russell Wilson. Now, when you allowed him to get out of the pocket, he, he gave you three big plays. That's what literally he was shut down. He gets out of the pocket on the first one, throws the go ball to Darius Williams, gets out of the pocket again. Uh, I want to say he threw the ball to his running back who you know, someone thought he was blocking. He gets out. And then the touchdown. Those are the three times you let Russell Wilson get out of the pocket. If you don't allow him to get out, guess what? The game is completely different. I think, again, when you're talking about Kyler Murray, if you make him throw from the pocket, you make him go through his reads, he tends to struggle a little bit. So don't allow him to scramble out each side with him. Russell Wilson's more to his right than it is to his left. Kyler Murray, I think, has the ability to throw from both sides. So you just want to keep him in the pocket. Uh, make sure that you harp on your outside linebackers to that outside rush guy. Do not take an inside move. Do not. DeMarco. I, I'm laughing at you right now. No, not, then, then, then tell your running backs to score on every carry. You, oh, you just keep Kyler Murray in the pocket. Yeah, that's hey, that's that's easier said than done. <laughs> it is, but if you if you rush with your technique and your leverage, they they executed that in Arizona, right? You had them go up the field, uh, or you, the DNs didn't like let him out leverage them, which is what you want to yeah. do. And allowed everyone else to get to him. If you can, you don't want to have the same game plan going to Arizona because I, I believe they'll try to take advantage of it. But a version of it, and you tweak some some coverages. You'll, you'll be able to handle your business there here at SoFi. The key to that is offense staying on the field. No more three and outs. If you do three and outs, the defense gets tired, they wear down. But I believe our defense is set up and they have a matchup for it. All right. We're going to close out this show with our favorite segment, our fantasy picks. Oh, boy. Maurice, since you're over here giving us no more three and outs, Go ahead. You don't have maybe you don't have Cooper Cup on the field. So who's your boy this week? Oh, it's John Wolford. I'm going with the backup. I I DeMarco said it best. A backup quarterback does two things to the opposing team. It scares them because they don't have film on them. One, which I don't believe the Arizona Cardinals are gonna go call the Arizona hot shots and be like, hey, let us get your game tape of the AAF. I don't think that's gonna happen. But two, it, it raises the level of play of everyone around them. And that's what scares opposing teams. And so for me. I think John Wolfer comes out, has a great first half, and they're able to, you know, hold on to that lead late, and they win the game a close one. Go ahead, DeFar. Break it down oh, for us. Wow. Uh, I'd love to take fresh legs, Wolford. That's a good pick. I'm going with the defense this week. I think they know they have to pitch a shutout, and I think they will because the backup's going in. So I'm going to take the Rams' defense this week. JB? First quick question. You're not supposed to be playing fantasy championships in week 17, right? <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> okay. I just want to be sure. Um, you know, I'm going to play a hunch and go with Robert Woods, I think, for okay. two reasons. One, I just seen the, um, the sparkle in his eye when he was talking about the opportunity that awaits his team yesterday. I feel like there's good vibes yeah. coming from Rob and from the facility this week. And secondly, I think banking on the fact that he's going to play a part in the running game, like if, if they are are depleted in the backfield, Robert Woods uh, gives them an element that probably mean the ball is going to be in his hands one way or another. How about you, Serena? All right, guys, here it is. Everyone has been questioning this poor backup quarterback. I'm going with Maurice on this. John Wolford is the man. Why? This is a man who kept, who was kept on the roster over veteran quarterback 
Blake Bortles. This is a man who our friend Mina Kimes has been a fan of since her preseason coverage <laughs> last year. This is a man who defensive coordinator Brandon Staley said John Wolford has the respect of our entire team, and that's rare when you have never performed in an NFL game. This is a man who some coaches don't even pronounce his name correctly, and he doesn't care to correct them. He just wants to play. This is a man who McVay said if you don't like him, something is probably wrong with you. This is a man, according to Robert Woods, is a, not a guy lacking confidence. He is exciting for us. He is an exciting player. And finally, I will end with this. John Wolford, I'm preparing for Sunday. He says, I'm not going to get too caught up in the moment. I'm not going to be on social media. I'm not even going to read the headlines, whatever it may be. I'm going to go about my job. I'm going to keep my head down and work to the best of my ability. John Wolford, you get my fantasy pick. Go do your thing, buddy. Wow. Serena, <laughs> ready for 21. <laughs> I like it. Morales, not This episode of Between the Horns has come to an end, though. For Maurice Jones, Drew D. Farr, and Serena, I'm J.B. Long. Playoff berth, as you know, on the line, week 17. And the Rams are hoping they don't need to do any scoreboard watching from that Packers-Bears game. You can catch the Rams game on CBS this weekend, 125 Pacific. L.A. looking for their third playoff appearance in four years under Sean McVay. And while you may not be able to join us, at SoFi Stadium on Sunday, we cannot wait for you to step into the Rams' house next season. Still time to be among the first to experience SoFi Stadium. To join us, purchase season tickets. Visit therams.com slash 2021, therams.com slash 2021. Wishing you all a very safe, enjoyable year ahead. Hope it's better than the one behind us. We'll see you next week, and we're hoping to be talking about the Rams' wild card matchup. MJD, DeMarco, Serena, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you on Sunday at SoFi Stadium.